But it gets worse for Bruno Mars. His dream is about to blow up and fall apart, and he really can't go back to Hawaii. It launched him. It gave him the creativity. Listen. Within a few months, Motown had left him too, releasing him from his contract without ever putting out an album. How much of a blow was that when they dropped you? The biggest blow. That was that was a hard phone call to call my mom and, and, and dad and say, I'm no longer a signed artist, and I got to rethink this whole thing. Broke, he started going to pawn shops. His guitars were all he had left to sell. Going home to Honolulu was tempting, but he resisted. He can't. You can't go home. You'll never make it if you do. If I moved back to Hawaii, then I, was, I felt like I, I would have never made it back up here. I would have been at the Polynesian Review with a ukulele and an Aloha shirt, probably, singing Elvis tunes again. So we teamed up with two other songwriters, Philip Lawrence and Ari Levine. Their goal? To write a hit song. If we kept going, if we kept trying, if we kept pushing, we're going to write the song that's going to change our lives. And it did. Yeah. I wrote a few songs that changed our lives. You see the jewelry. <laughs> Ari Levine, my best man, one of my closest friends, Norman Steinberg in Englewood, New Jersey, a very religious Jewish guy. His close friend at the temple is Ari Levine's dad. When Ira Levine said, I'm not going to college, I'm coming to L.A. to be in the music business, they could not believe it. One day I'd love to interview Ari Levine on this show, Steve Paulette. I'll embarrass him beautifully in a good way. <laughs> Knowing his dad and his dad's best friend, Norm. Nothing on you. Performed with hip-hop artist B.O.B. Hit first. the CeeLo Green smash, Forget You. Finally, Bruno got his second chance at a label, and he made the most of it. Just the Way You Are won a Grammy, one of 13 nominations for him over the past two years, and solidified his status as a star and a heartthrob. The magic of growing up in Waikiki in those waters gives you confidence. And when people say to Bruno Mars, your songs are too sugary, that confidence from the waters of Waikiki allow you to say this. There were some critics that said it was too sugary, too soft, too schmalty. They can go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Does that bother you? I mean, do the critics? It doesn't bother me. It's just, shut up, you know? You write a song then, that's how I feel. Good for you, Bruno. Exactly. Tell him to go to hell and tell him to shut up. You go write a song. That's the magic. That Waikiki, it's a power it gives you. Coming up next, Mark Spitz is going to be my guest at 815, but there's a man 100 years beforehand who became the greatest Olympic swimmer. They have something in common. They started in the shores of Waikiki in Honolulu, Hawaii. Wait till you hear this story, the swimming story of the greatest, Duke Kahanamoku. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 
ESPN. Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 